Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I walk in Ellie's bathroom yesterday, lift up the toilet lid, and there is some sort of amphibian in her toilet. Like, it's clear, but it has a tail, it has eyes, it's probably like an inch and a half long, and that's besides the point. The point is, there is something that is not supposed to be in my toilet, in the toilet. It's obviously a little, because it wasn't a dangerous thing at all. It wasn't like a python or those stories that you read about, like poisonous snakes slither through the plumbing. No, but it, was, it could have been. It, but it wasn't. It was just a lizard that probably was making its way inside somehow because it's cold. It's getting cold out and thought the toilet was a pond, fell in, couldn't get out, drowned. Terrible way to go. I would like to say a couple of things. The first thing I would like to say is I don't have a problem with lizards or amphibians in general. Snakes I do, but like frogs I'm fine with, lizards I'm fine with. I'm fine with the guy that was in the toilet. What I'm not fine with is not knowing how he got there. Like, is he coming up through the pipes? Like if Ellie said to me, hey mom, I want a lizard. I would say, okay, that's fine. My friend Chrissy has a lizard. I'm fine with lizards. I'm fine with them. I'm fine with frogs, whatever. Well, Chrissy doesn't have a lizard. Her six-year-old has a lizard. Her six-year-old has a lizard. Right. But there's one living with her in her home. Right. And he's six, so I feel like she's taking care of it, more or less, probably. Yeah, but it's just weird to say that an adult woman has a pet lizard. Okay, yeah. That's Um, That's weird, I think. No, so, no offense if you're a lizard person who's an adult woman. No offense. But I just think it's an odd. No I think offense, but offense. But I think it's a clarification. So I would have no problem with that. What I have a problem with is opening my toilet and seeing something that is alive or used to be alive sitting there when it's not meant to be there. And I am not a fan with that of that. The whole situation. I don't like it. Why were you so freaked out that I had to be the one to flush the toilet? Because and I had to be the one to run Ellie's bath last night. Because number one, I wanted to make sure that you saw it because you have a habit of joking with me about how I see things that you don't see. And it drives me nuts. So I wanted you to physically see it. Mm -hmm. And number two, I'm just a little jumpy because I don't like knowing if a lizard can get in our house, a snake can get in our house and nothing needs to be. What if I had gone in there when it was dark outside and I had sat down on the toilet and it was alive and it bit you in the butt? That's what I'm saying. I'm not. And I can't. I Googled it. I cannot figure out what kind it is. And then another friend of mine sent me a text message that I can't unsee that said, you know, it doesn't. It looks like like a half baked lizard. Yeah, I think that's what it is. But the thing. no, nobody, Like it looks like it was like like maybe a lizard gave birth and it it the lizard didn't make it. it um, I think. It was, it's probably been in that toilet bowl 
for quite a while. Like nobody uses that actual toilet. I do. How often? Like once a day. Oh, you do? Uh-huh. Why? Well, oh, you go there so nobody knows what you're up to? No, I actually go there because there's nothing in Ellie's bathroom for her to get into. So if I'm with Ellie oh. and I have to pee instead of going into like our bathroom where she inevitably opens the cabinets, drags all of our stuff out, like her cabinets have washcloths under the sink. Yeah. So there's nothing for her to get into. If there's ever, a, if, if something terrible happens to Callie and I in the next like year, and the Dateline story is, but why did they have all of their sunscreen out of the bathroom cabinet and all over the bathroom floor? It's because of Ellie. Just know that. Ellie is in this phase where she just wants things out of things and then she wants to be in things. So yesterday she was sitting on a cookie sheet for some reason. Uh, the day before that, she climbed into a drawer. She just... She likes exploring and no, we have not baby proofed our house. So we just have to keep an eye on her all the time, pretty much. Well, Unless she's in her room. Her room is a safe zone for the most part. We baby proofed everything except the cabinets, which I think is going to happen this weekend because her discovery of the cabinets, I feel like happened instantly. Like she wasn't into the cabinets a week ago and now all she wants is what's in the cabinets. Yeah. It's almost like she's been bit by a lizard with some sort of weird cabinet opening germ on its teeth. And now she's infected with it. And she's the lizard girl, the cabinet opening lizard girl. All I have to say is you're going to be really upset if you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and you get bit by a lizard. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for these cool cabinet locks that we got at the recommendation of an upside listener that are like magnets. So you put the lock on the inside and then you put like the magnet on your fridge. And in order to open the cabinet, you got to touch the magnet to the right spot on the cabinet. I think it's brilliant. It is brilliant. Now, if we can install it and they actually work, that will be mega brilliant. Yeah, that's not an endorsement because I've only ordered them. They will be installed this weekend. So I will keep you updated. But the, the uninstalled products are cool. The We've, premise is cool. The premise is cool. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for the holiday season because I am officially on holiday break for the next two weeks. Uh, so is that going to weigh in on your score? Because it's Friday, and every Friday we ask each other how we're doing on a scale of 1 to 10. And we encourage you to do the same. If you're new here, the reason we do a numerical evaluation of our well-being is because it's so easy to just get away with, I'm fine, I'm good, everything's okay, things are good, things are hectic, but they're good. It's easy. But if you have to put a score on it, if you have to put a number on it, then that helps people who are close to you recognize patterns. And they could say, hey, you've been kind of mediocre for a couple of weeks. You need anything? You need a hug? You need a dinner? You need a what? Type of thing. So that's what we do. So 
On a scale of one to 10, Kelly, how are you? And thank you for asking, by the way, because yeah. usually you forget to ask me. You're welcome. I am a nine. Good. I am so excited about the holiday season. Is I am it, feeling you, the Christmas a, spirit. Were you a 10 until you saw the toilet lizard? Um, That kind of freaks me out. I'm not going to lie. And I'm all, yeah. Yeah, that really freaks me out. However, I will say since I was um, working on gift guides and stuff like that, I got all of my holiday shopping done like really early. And what was it like a week ago or a week and a half ago? I wrapped all of my gifts. So as far as I'm concerned, the holiday season is done for me and I actually get to enjoy the next two weeks. I am an eight and the reason I'm not a 10, maybe I'm even a seven, is because I'm the opposite of what you just described. So you feel stressed? Yeah, I only have a couple of gifts purchased. They're on the way, and uh, I haven't wrapped anything, and it's just um, it's just been hectic, but I'm not really worried because Christmas is a week from till a week from tomorrow. So I feel like I can. I know what I want to get the people I'm getting gifts for. <laughs> the so, people, me and Ellie and your dad. Yeah. And, <laughs> but I feel like I can get those today. Okay. And then I feel like I'll be okay. So you always do last minute Christmas. So never intentionally. I always have. You always say it's unintentional, but you've done it since I've known you. Yep. So I, never intentional. I feel like it's just kind of your thing. Regret it every year. Really? Yep. And you know what that I'll have right after Christmas is for somebody like you or Ellie or my dad, like people that, that I know I'm going to be getting gifts for, like, uh, buy, I'm like, I'm going to buy one gift a month and wrap it. And then I'm going to write like a little note in there and go, I bought this gift in January because, and like put why, cause then it'll be almost like a surprise for me too. That would kind of be fun. I know. I'll forget. I wrapped my gifts two weeks ago. My dad asked me yesterday. He's like, hey. Uh, I wrapped my gifts two weeks ago. And my gifts are all wrapped two weeks ago. All my gifts are wrapped. I'm sorry, what? Sorry, that's some of us playing ahead. Um, so my dad asked me what I got my mom. And I only wrapped it two weeks ago. I didn't wrap it in January. I wrapped it two weeks ago. Uh-huh. I cannot remember. I was like, honestly, dad, I don't know. And he's like, well, how will I know if we got her the same thing? I'm like, let me make this easy for you. I went rogue on everyone's gifts this year. I did not follow a list. I did what I wanted, what I thought people would love. And I think I nailed it. I, also, I can't remember. And I and it'll be a surprise for me, too. And it'll be a surprise for me, too. I have a theory on our dog, Lily. Yesterday, uh, Lily got closed intentionally we put lily and sadie downstairs when ellie is in her high chair eating because if we don't they're just like right there they sit under her and ellie thinks it's funny to feed them and it's just a whole thing and then she doesn't focus on eating her food so we have that stair barrier thing so at the top of the stairs that blocks our stairs so they just get sent downstairs and they're fine with it. Like Lily doesn't even sit next to the stair barrier. She goes downstairs and lays on the couch and takes a nap. And so I put the dogs downstairs, fed Ellie, got Ellie cleaned up, cleaned up the kitchen a little bit, then took Ellie up for her nap and um, put her down, went into our bedroom to do some stuff. And at, at some point, 
I look over at the monitor and Ellie had thrown up in her crib. I saw it on the monitor. I didn't know it from hearing or anything like she was. So I, I don't know what caused it, but she barfed all over her crib. So I had to go in there, take her out, pajamas out, clean out the crib, take all the sheets off the crib, all the, you know, mattress cover, all that stuff, put that in the washer, change her at this point, like the, the nap is kind of blown. Right. So, um, but I don't know if she's still sick. Like I'm assuming she's only thrown up like twice in her tiny little life, maybe three times. So I'm a little nervous that it's going to happen again, but I'm also like, eh, maybe she just ate something. So she, we hang out upstairs. So she's just running around in her diaper, you know, because I don't want her to get sick again. I don't know the total amount of time. You don't want her to get sick on her clothes again. On her clothes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the total amount of time, but the dogs were behind the stair barrier thing for maybe three hours. That is not an inordinate amount of time for them to be sequestered in one part of the house or the other. If we have people over for dinner, sometimes we'll put them downstairs. So we'll put them upstairs. It's not unusual. But Lily, for whatever reason, was so anxious that she chewed her tail. That's what she does when she's nervous and made it bleed. And she has only done this a couple other times. And it's been when we're traveling. So I think Lily knew that Ellie was sick and I think she could sense it. And that's why she was anxious because she couldn't get to Ellie. Because do you remember last night she was all over Ellie? Like mm-hmm. she was all up in her business. We we were upstairs um, before Ellie went into her room for bed and we were just sitting in our bedroom on the master bed with Ellie and Lily came up. She never comes up, got up on the bed, was like throwing herself down, rolling on her back, wanting scratches and stuff. I think she knew that Ellie was sick. And she was like really upset that she couldn't get to the problem. Yes. I think it was like dog intuition. And I'm going to back that up. Um from a post that I read on Twitter just two days ago. Last night, this is a woman named Kelly. She goes, last night, my dog kept breaking into the nursery and waking up the baby. The baby had been sick and I was getting so fed up with him until my baby stopped breathing. We spent the night in the hospital and I don't know what would have happened if the dog didn't keep waking her up. Oh my gosh. So this... That original post turns into hundreds of responses from people whose pets saved their lives. Okay, I'm going to check the uh, baby monitor while we're talking about this. We have just to make sure our baby monitor tells us if Ellie's breathing. Yeah. So anytime we get. Well, we would know because we have Lily. If Lily was acting weird. I know, but she was acting weird earlier today. So I'm like, just checking on our kid. Okay, she's breathing. Many years ago, this is a post from uh, somebody named uh, Shannon. Many years ago, we had a cat that slept with me in my crib. That's so funny. Uh, One night, the cat went in and tried to get my parents up after being thrown unceremoniously off the bed several times. The cat peed on my dad's chest and ran back into my crib where I was blue because I had stopped breathing. (gasps) The cat told them. Oh, my gosh. 
So Lily is an intuitive little hero dog. Yes, that's what I think. Lily, but we do say about Lily, she is very emotionally in tune. Yes. Like if Jeff is upset about something or like she carries our emotion, she's very empathetic. So I feel like maybe you're right. Maybe she was just upset that like she's something n- stressful was obviously going on and, yes. and she couldn't get to it. When my daughter was just a toddler, she started running toward a canal near the house. Before I could reach her, our great Dane barreled past me and grabbed her by the diaper and pulled her to the ground. The kid was running. It was about to run over the wall of a canal. These stories are stressing me out. I think we should move on. (laughs) Why? These are so great. They're just stressing me out thinking about kids not being okay. Like I just can't. Here's one with it. Here's one with with a grown-up. Our family dog, Champ, barked his butt off to get my mom's attention because my dad had collapsed on the floor. He had anaphylactic shock. Did I say that right? Mm -hmm. It's the allergy one, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Despite never having an allergic reaction before, the paramedic said that if any more time had passed, my dad wouldn't have made it. Wow. Yes. The one that I was trying to find a read, trying to find a read, didn't involve a kid. Um, It involved a dog who kept nudging his owner mm-hmm. and uh, in the middle of the night. So like two or three times a night, the dog would just come and wake up the owner and it stopped when the owner got a pacemaker. Whoa. That crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. Animals are awesome. Yeah. I'm going to call myself out for being like a little bit paranoid. I was at Target earlier this week and I just ran in there to get like, I needed um, glue to do our holiday cards. Like I needed it. Cause I don't lick holiday cards. Cause you know, I do watch Seinfeld. So I always, <laughs> and <laughs> pandemic. Um, so I like always get glue, ran out of glue, went to target and I just grabbed my card wallet thing and stuck it in. I was wearing a sweatshirt with like the pockets in the front, you know, a glue stick, by the way, not like, we're not like Elmer's gluing or no, I'm not Elmer's check. gluing it, but yeah, a glue stick. And I had my little card wallet in the front of this like super baggy sweatshirt. And I walk into Target and I'm like, this just looks bad. Like the fact that I'm walking in, my hands are in my pockets. I don't have a visible wallet. I don't have a purse. I'm wearing a huge oversized sweatshirt. And I was kind of like in my own head, turned a corner and like hit something on my arm. So I was like, oh my gosh, I look like such an idiot. Then I was wearing these big boots, like these big, like Ugg boots. And I drag my feet a little bit when I walk and I kept tripping on my Ugg boots. I tripped five times in a row and I was like, oh my gosh, I bet the security people are watching this being like, who is this drunk person? She has no wallet. She is 1000% a shoplifter. And I was standing like there was a woman walking kind of like parallel to me. And I tripped at least four of the times in front of her. So she, she's probably, I think she probably thought I was drunk. I think security probably thinks I was a shoplifter. And now I'm like kind of embarrassed to go back to that target. Cause I'm like, you know, that target security is like a plus, right? So, or I assume that it is in my, in my head it is. Yeah. So they like are watching me. They're like, all right, you know, like all secret service this is how it happens in my head. They're like in their security room being like, all right, we have someone with no form of payment. We have someone with no form of payment. Then they see me hit a wall. Then they see me trip four times. I mean, I'm really embarrassed. 
Socks are such a funny thing because they really aren't something that you notice until they're aggravating. And who needs to be aggravated by socks? We only wear Bombas in our house and there are a few reasons why. They're easily the most comfortable socks I've ever worn and I never have to think about them. There's no distracting comfort during my workout or times when I have to excuse myself at work to go take my shoes off, pull up the sock that fell off my heel and the wool runners stay put. They are comfortable all day, every day. Another thing I love is that when we first started working with Bombas, I learned that socks were the most requested item in homeless shelters. For every pair we buy, Bombas donates a pair to a homeless shelter. Now they make their underwear and shirts too. And thanks to Bombas customers, they've just donated their 50 millionth clothing item. That's 50 million brand new pairs of socks, underwear, and shirts given to those in need. There's so much more comfort to have and so much more to give with Bombas. Go get 20% off your first order at bombas.com slash upside. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first order. Bombas.com slash upside. BetterHelp has been a longtime sponsor of this podcast. We thank them so much for that. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. If something is stressing you out, if something is preventing you from being completely happy, if you have never done therapy before, BetterHelp is for you. Completely confidential. Licensed therapists and counselors are waiting to talk to you in all 50 states. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can start talking to someone in as soon as 48 hours. So whatever it is that is eating you up, whether it's anxiety, stress, confusion, family issues, whatever you're struggling with, talk about it. Don't leave it inside. Share it with someone who can help. Sometimes friends and family aren't the go-to people. Am I right? So unload the stressors, get some unbiased feedback, and you'll be shocked at what you can gain from it. Go to betterhelp.com upside. Get 10% off your first month. Once again, that's betterhelp.com upside. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com upside. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring The Upside with Callie and Jeff. I am the skincare obsessed person in my relationship. You know this. I am so particular about my skin and I have this like long, complicated routine that I personally love. I've been taking care of my skin for years, but guys are a little bit different. Jeff sleeps with a CPAP machine and while he gets a great night's sleep, it really irritates his skin. And he confided to me a few months ago that he's been so embarrassed of how red and irritated his skin is, especially like around his mouth. And he didn't know what to do about it. Immediately, I recommended Caldera Lab. Caldera Lab's simple award-winning regimen includes three products, a revolutionary cleanser, a day moisturizer, and a multifunctional serum. This trio is designed to be an easy three-step process for all skin types, and three products is something that Jeff can actually stick to. The serum is a non-toxic natural serum made 100% from plants. Caldera Lab is a company with a conscience. They are a B-certified corporation and the only men's skincare line certified 
certified by MadeSafe, EcoCert, PETA, and Leaping Bunny. We have a special offer for Upside listeners for Caldera Lab's biggest sale of the year. Receive 30% off your first purchase of Caldera Lab. Go to calderalab.com slash upside. That's C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com slash upside or use the code upside at checkout. That's 30% off your first purchase of Caldera Lab by going to calderalab.com slash upside or use the discount code upside at checkout. Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. If you are like Jeff Dollar and still holiday shopping, drop by Brown and Company in Roswell or Buckhead. They are fabulous and they have a great selection in a wide variety of price ranges. I think this first random thing might be the single best thing I've ever found on three random things. Really? That's a bold statement. It is a bold statement, but it's one of those things that give me gives me gratification because I never knew this. And you might think that I am so dumb for never having known this. Okay. The term cupcake was originally used in the late 19th century for cakes made from ingredients measured by the cupful. It's not because... Let me keep going. Oh. The traditional... So I know, I was just waiting for you to be like, whoa. The traditional pound cake recipe, I did not know this, was easy to remember for its pound of butter, pound of sugar, pound of flour, pound of eggs. Did you know that's how you, you make a pound cake? I I don't even know how I, how many eggs a pound of eggs is, but it seems excessive. Well, a pound of flour seems a little excessive too, but the whole a pound cake, I didn't know they all equal measurements. Like what? Join me in this. Oh my gosh. Okay. No, I think it's fascinating. So cupcake comes from how the recipe was measured. One cup butter, two cups sugar, three cups flour, and four eggs. Early cupcakes were baked in teacups or ramekins. And before the invention of like the multi-cup pans that we use. Um, so yeah, a cup of cake. But then the number system had them called number cakes. So for a while they were called one, two, three, four cakes. One cup butter, two cups sugar, three cups flour, four eggs. I mean, should we try one of those recipes this weekend and see? We 1000% should see how it holds up. Although I feel like, I don't know, a cup of butter is so much, but it's two, two sticks of butter. Yeah. Two sticks of butter, two cups of sugar, three cups of flour and four eggs. Like, how does that taste good? I don't know. It sounds like it tastes delicious. With no like flavoring in it at all. That's what the frosting's for. Cupcake only exists to be a fluffy pillow of goodness to hold the frosting. See, but there's oh. like no vanilla in there or anything. I don't know. I'm skeptical. Anyways, mind blown about the pound thing. Mind blown about the cupcake thing. I feel like the pound thing is something that I got so excited. I didn't even say my first random thing is because I was just so excited. But this is my first random thing. I feel like my grandmother would have done the pound thing. I'm excited that you're excited. Oh, my gosh. I'm so I just, that to me, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to clap for myself. <laughs> that one, man, I'm really excited. Okay. And my second random thing is there are more public libraries than McDonald's in the U.S. I saw this on the printer and I do not believe it. 
I don't know that I believe it because I can name off to you like a million McDonald's and I don't even eat at McDonald's and I can name you like the closest four around us. And I can't name four libraries. There are McDonald's where you can stand in the parking lot of one McDonald's and see another McDonald's. They're like Starbucks. Yeah. I, and I don't think that's the case in any library. Now, maybe in the course of time, because like I feel like there were more libraries, you know, 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think our library is going out of business or consolidating or whatever. So maybe in the history of time, there's been more libraries than there are McDonald's no. restaurants. But right now, I can't believe they're, it. They're naked. Wait, are we talking worldwide? I don't know. No, what, in the United States. I don't believe it. And they are neck and neck, right? So there are a total of 16,541 libraries. Uh, it says including branches in the United States, which I don't really know what that means. And then McDonald's, there are 14,267 McDonald's in the United States. Somebody, I don't think they're counting all the McDonald's properly or something. I got to say the 14,000 for McDonald's sounded kind of low to me. Seems low. Doesn't it? Yeah. Because it's not regional at all. Like they're everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. That seems odd to me. But what do I know? Because I don't work in that industry. So I will trust the internet on that one. But when you think about it, that's 700 McDonald's per state. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of McDonald's per state. Maybe? That was nice math. Jeff Dollar. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying. (laughs) I think it is though. Okay. And my third random thing is, Jeff, we were just talking about this privately like two, no, maybe it was on the show like two weeks ago or a week ago. Okay. In 1931, Santa was presented as a plump human rather than an elf. And he had like a happy face and a big beard and whatever. It was in a Coca-Cola endorsement like for Coca-Cola, that is the image of where Santa comes from. So the fat Santa with the white beard, that image comes from Coca-Cola. And I told Jeff this a couple of weeks ago. He didn't believe me. One of my friends used to do PR for Coke and she told me that. And I was like, oh yeah, I've heard of that before. And Jeff was like, no, I don't think that's true. It is totally true. The guy's name is Haddon Sundblom and he, um, Coca-Cola was his client at an ad agency in 1924, and that's where it came from. And those are my three random things. A Rhode Island restaurant is spreading huge Christmas cheer, and we are going to acknowledge them as our beautiful humans for this week. Um, The name of the restaurant is Calf Bar. C-A-F-B-A-R. If you're anywhere near Wakefield, Rhode Island, go to Calf Bar because they saw a Facebook post from a mom who couldn't afford a Christmas tree. So the owner of, of the restaurant um, named Alexandra, her name's Alexandra, her and her husband gave this person a tree on Facebook, but then also put a few trees in front of the restaurant and said, if you can't afford a Christmas tree and you need one for your family, come and get one, no questions asked. Aww. They were all gone within the hour. So they went out and got more trees. Those went quickly as as well. So now other people are contributing to this Christmas tree fund. And if you can't afford a Christmas tree and you're in this area near Wakefield, Rhode Island, you can go to this restaurant and get one absolutely free. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. So the name of the restaurant is The Calf Bar. Alexandra Boutros and her husband, those are the ones who decided to do this. And this week they are our Callie and Jeff Beautiful Humans. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Going back to the Our Dog with Anxiety thing, I wonder if we should start crating our dogs again and if that would make Lily feel safer or if it would just drive her more crazy. I do, Well, I already had that thought when we, if we travel again and somebody yeah. is going to just come check in on, on the pups and, and spend time here but not spend the night, then yes, I think we give Lily the option of going in a crate. But I want thousand percent believe that yesterday was related to Ellie being sick. Yeah. Like I was in the house. I know. I just feel so bad for her. And that's not one of those things where it's like when Sadie gets anxious, she does. She She isn't destructive. She goes to sleep. She just paces around the house and then she'll find like like the top landing of the stairs or something. And we give her CBD because we know if a storm's coming or something that it's going to upset her or 4th of July and there's fireworks or whatever. So we'll preemptively preemptively give her CBD. But Lily is a little more unpredictable. So I feel like we can't give her CBD, but maybe we could set up a crate so she has a safe space she can go to if she feels upset. I think you you are going back to the anxiety thing. I don't I I don't understand the same way you can understand my thrill with the pound cake. Mm-hmm. How are you not so excited that our dog is that in tune with our child? If that's the thing. It is the thing. She has never acted out like that while we've been in the house ever. Yeah. And it's not it was not an unusual circumstance. Yeah. She's bonded. They're sisters. They're sisters. They named the cat Jort after Jean Short. What did they expect it to be? A rocket scientist? What's the worst feeling ever? Getting a notification from your bank that you just overdrafted. An overdraft of a few cents can cost you a ton of money in fees. And when your account is running low on cash, the last thing you want to worry about is an overdraft fee of 20 or 30 bucks. In 2019, traditional banks took $11 billion in overdraft fees. Our friends at Chime do things a little differently. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card that has saved its members more than $10 billion in overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to $200 on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no fees. Now you deserve to have financial peace of mind. Join the millions of Americans already loving Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started today at Chime.com slash upside. That's C-H-I-M-E dot com slash upside. 
Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bank Court Bank or Stride Bank in a member's FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $200 by Chime. Chime member overdraft fee savings based on eligible members use of Spot Me versus $33 average overdraft fee. Overdraft fee data based on bank rate checking account survey and CRL June 2020 overdraft fees report. Hi, Callie and Jeff. It's Lauren. You are wrong about the Band-Aid. They do come in um, individual sizes because I buy them all the time. My dog has Happy Tails, and you have to buy a certain size. Um, or I don't need, like, the small sizes or the real big sizes, so I know, like, I need one by three inch Band-Aids, and you can go buy them. Um, they have the huge ones, too, that you can just buy, and then they have the normal size Band-Aids, um, I stopped buying the assorted Band-Aid sizes. But you are right on the toothpaste. It's very, very hard to find just plain, no tartar control, no whitening toothpaste. One for one. Have a good day. Bye. You need to keep the little Band-Aids because now you have little fingers and toes and knees that you will need to use them for because little Miss Ellie is going to want all the Band-Aids, even if it's just a sticker. All right. Merry Christmas. Jeff and Kelly, pro tip. Yeah, you can buy just one size Band-Aid. And sometimes they're a little bit more, but like you said, you're not buying a ton of Band-Aids that you're never going to use. You can buy the dots. You can buy the regular Band-Aids that fit around a grown person's appendages. Also, those teeny tiny Band-Aids, you have a teeny tiny smoosh who may need one. So put those in the smooth drawer. Love y'all. Hey, guys. Um, I'm listening to Thursday's episode, and Callie is talking about the brain fog that sets in, like, before you know you're going to have a long break from work. Um, And long story short, I'm going to have two weeks off starting tomorrow, which will be Friday. And I work in healthcare, and a lot of my patients I see twice a week. So uh, this past Monday, I was seeing my patient that I see on Mondays and Wednesdays. Anyways, it's the end of our session. The mom comes in to get her daughter on Monday, and I was like, well, it's been a great year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. I'll see you guys in a few weeks. And the mom looks at me and goes, um, it's only Monday. We're going to see you Wednesday. And my brain, I was like, wait, what day is it? Who, who are you? I don't know. It was so embarrassing because I felt unprofessional, and she was like, you've already checked out, haven't you? And I was just, you know, chuckled. But anyways, it was very embarrassing, but it's such a real thing when you work so much all year and you know a break is upon you. It's just like, I don't know. It's a weird feeling, but yes. Anyways. Okay. Bye. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money, how much money does he have? Jaden broke. (laughs) 